They worship too much. Come back up, please. Come on back. I want to invite you all to come and um, celebrate the life of Hank Blank, who passed away on Christmas Eve. Uh, we'll be having celebration of life at, at noon right here in this room uh, Saturday. Uh, and uh, love to have you here, support the family, be with them during this time of loss. And uh, tonight, Ignite. Man, you don't want to miss this. I really encourage everyone to uh, register and, and come to the class tonight, 5.30. 5.30, it runs for the next, uh, there's 10 classes over the next 11 weeks uh, every Sunday night. Uh, what a powerful, powerful thing it is. Why is this so important? Well, this book is a really good book. A friend of mine wrote it. And he's in the house today. (laughs) There's always a problem when you start talking about him. Because he tends to show up. Dan and I were in China years ago. We were on the north, the, the west end of the Great Wall right up against Mongolia. And we were in a city that was built uh, to provide a utility power for that part of China. They, they rushed us into the place. We were in dark, covered ta- taxis, two separate taxis. We ended up in this apartment building. We had to run up the stairway so nobody could see us. We hid in the, in the house while we were there had to duck below the windows so that no one would see us. We whispered as we taught for two days. We could not speak this loud. For two days, we had to whisper everything. Sorry, I'm there again. First morning, I started just tracing the Holy Spirit, work of the Holy Spirit from the beginning of the book to the end of the book. And we discovered something because when you talk about him, he loves to show off. He loves to show off. And he started doing it. They started laughing and crying and They just got noisy in the room. There's about 23 in this little apartment sitting on the floor. The problem was they weren't supposed to be there. We weren't supposed to be there. To have been caught there would have meant possible prison for those that were in the room. And yet they were getting noisy in the Holy Ghost. And Dan and I are going like, oh, 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 oh. And they just get louder. The more we talked about him, the more he showed up. And we're walking around there going, just just like putting our hands on their head to quiet him down. And that didn't work at all. (laughs) 
They <laughs> said, Holy Spirit, you don't know what you're doing here. You know, come on, help us out. Help us out. We're in China, don't you know? When you talk about him, he shows up. Last week we talked about the lion of Judah. Who's in the room? Oh, I was talking about this book, wasn't I? You need to know this book because it was written by your dearest friend, Holy Spirit. And it's so easy to throw away the measure so we don't have to feel like we measured up. We throw away our weight scales because we don't want to find out how much we actually weigh. So many want to discard the book, which is a measure for us. So tonight, but the lion, I kept hearing this during worship, the lion is on the prowl. What does that mean? It means he's here. And he wants to take care of some stuff. He's on the prowl. Looking for hungry hearts. Looking for those who seek him. Looking to destroy that which is trying to destroy us. To set right that which has been wronged. To reestablish authority in our lives. The lion's on the prowl. And there's opportunity in the room for him to do great stuff. You can diddly do again. You do the do that thing. Do that thing that you do. Huh? You're muted. They need some help. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> it's interesting, some of the things that have taken place this morning. Uh, we've already had a bunch of messages, and they're good, they're right. One of the things I was actually going to talk about this morning is, is the opportunity we have to host the presence of God in this house. And we have determined that that's our priority. Presence of the King, the presence of the Lion of Judah, that we honor Him who is in the room. And uh, one of the ways we do that is we set aside our own agendas when need be. We come prepared. We're, we're foolish if we don't. We're not good leaders if we don't come prepared. And we think, Ryan has said this several months ago. He said, we think that God is spontaneous. So like this morning, he's spontaneously changing everything. No, he's not spontaneous. We're spontaneous. He's had a plan all along. And we just set our sail to catch the wind of the Spirit. And move as he wants to move. 
So while I'm just chatting here and we're going to sing this first song that was sung this morning, we're doing, part, partly I'm having the first song done for those who uh, are under house arrest on Sunday mornings and can't get here by 10 o'clock. I mean, I'm assuming that's what's happening. You're under house arrest. I'm assuming that's the problem, right? But also because I think it has a message that helps us to engage in some things. So even as we're doing this this morning, I want you just to tune into the lion that's in the room who wants to come alongside of you with whatever you are walking in, struggling with, walking through. It could be dreams that you're going after that are just, that just seems to be one giant after another in your way. Well, those giants are there for a purpose. They're there to be your bridge into your destiny. When they fall, you get to, like David, walk across them. And they will one day say, well, Saul has killed his thousands, but David has killed his ten thousands. So as we do this, we're just going to start doing some ministry here. You've You've heard the word of the Lord this morning in a couple of ways. And I don't want to just simply add to that and you walk back and well, what, what, what really happened this morning? Well, I want something to really happen in you and in me. <clears throat> so I'm going to ask our team to be ready to respond to any prophetic words or words of knowledge, things that we can minister into over the next <clears throat> half hour or so. So what, what I was going to talk about is actually being illustrated this morning, right? We've just chosen to value the presence over everything else. The one who's in the room is honored by our worship. It's, he's honored by our willingness to say, okay, okay, what are you saying, Father? What are you doing? What's, what are you doing in the house? So we're going to sing this song together and then we're just going to minister out of that. Is that okay with you guys? We, you all right with it? It's not going to change if you're not, but I always want to, I love to not be alone. <laughs> yeah. So you can stand, you can sit either way, but I'd encourage you to stand as we do sing this song because it's not just about singing. Here's the deal with worship. <clears throat> Here's the deal with worship. It's not an option for us. And I know that worship is more than just singing songs. Please, I understand that. It's not just about when the musicians are doing their thing and we're joining in. Worship is a lifestyle, but but there is this place of worshiping with the instruments. It's worshiping with the instrument of our voice. It's worshiping uh, in music that he created for us to worship him in. So it's, it's important. And it's not an option for us. And this is what, I'll, I'll be honest, it grieves in my heart that we're, there are so many that can't seem to make it by 10 o'clock to begin the worship. Come late. Slip, in, slip out quickly. They're missing the opportunity to honor the one who's in the room. I'm so glad we don't have to invite him anymore. He just comes. 
this is his house. This is his house. And he comes. Because we invited him a long time ago. We said, this is your place. So as we worship here with this song, we make some declarations in this song. We're talking about him. He wants to show off. He wants to show off in you. He wants to hit that that place that's deep down in your spirit that you've been crying out for more of him in that place. You've been crying out for help in that place deep down in your heart where you haven't even been able to express those needs, those concerns to any human being, but they're there. And he's wanting to tap those things this morning. He's wanted to touch those things. He hears the cry of your heart in the nighttime. He's not ignorant to the things you're dealing with. He hears the dream of your heart. He wants to partner with you to bring that about. He recognizes the confusion that keeps attacking your mind. You just can't seem to know where else to go. How do we move forward? What happens next? All of those things. He hears and sees and knows. When we we say, you're welcome here, Holy Spirit. I'm not inviting him because I already knew he was going to be here. Didn't you? So you say, you're welcome, Holy Spirit. You're welcome to do your work in me. You're welcome to do your work in us this morning. You're welcome to touch those things that we have been afraid to have touched. You're welcome. You're welcome, Holy Spirit. Just say that to him. You're welcome, Holy Spirit. You're welcome, Holy Spirit. You're welcome, Lion of Judah. You're welcome, King of Kings. You're welcome, Lord of Lords. You're welcome, the Comforter. You're welcome in this house. Okay.
stood in the synagogue and he read from Isaiah and he said that he's anointed to heal the brokenhearted. I want to start there this, this morning. If you've walked through just times where it's just broken your heart and it could be from all different kinds of issues, situations, circumstances that happen in life. Life happens as we know your heart's broken. Mark talked about it this morning. That broken place can become the strongest place in your life. It becomes the place that testimony comes out of. It's the test that causes the testimony. And I just, just, the lion wants to heal you. The healer is in the room to heal the broken hearts. And uh, just, you you can either come down here, you can stay where you are, but just let us know. if you're here and you just want some healing of your broken heart, just just lift your hands or walk down in front here. Make a move. Make a move of some sort. Your brokenness is not to be... There's no shame in your brokenness. No shame in your brokenness. And he's already healed. He's already brought the healing. It's just now, let's let it be a placed in our hearts today. He's already won (laughs) for you. He's already done it for you. this on my heart. This is the year God is going to take you to that deeper place of healing. There's a reason for it. There's a reason those things that you thought you already dealt with were dead and gone. And there might be those little fears, little, it seems like you're you're on repeat. Like, God, I thought I dealt with this years ago. It's because he needs to take the root out. He's taking you to a deeper place of healing because, (laughs) because he needs us to carry this level of glory in our lives. We can't carry that glory if that other thing is in there. In any sliver of any way, we need to deeper healing. So don't, I just speak against shame that you need more healing for this thing again. It's because now, now is the time. Now is the time that you're able to handle it, that you're able to carry that glory that he wants you to carry, that love that's going to just melt it all away. And then you're going to carry it to everyone you meet. Everyone you meet, you're just going to carry that authority of his glory and his love that's just going to melt all that junk away once and for all. Our world needs, our world needs his love. They need his glory. So don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed or even surprised if those things are raising their ugly head again, that fear, the sickness, whatever. We're done. We're done. He wants to do it, but let him do it. Let him take you to that deeper place. No shame involved. Yeah, no shame. No shame, no shame, no shame. Father, we stand here 
with those who have hearts that for one reason or another, there's been disappointment, there's been discouragement, there's been the collapse of things that they thought were strong. There's been just the enemy has has wreaked havoc in places and brought brokenness into the hearts and lives of, of many in this house. It's life. But you have promised that in this world we will have tribulation, but we don't have to be discouraged. We don't have to stand as, as alone in that because you have already, you have already won for us. And so we just now claim healing, that the oil of healing, the oil of healing flow right now over these hearts. Go down deep into those spots, those little tiny places that have been hidden, those places that have been hurting hurting and and cannot seem to be restored. Let the oil of healing go now deep into these hearts in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We open our hearts. Now, if you're down here, you you, you gotta just just open yourself up to him. Open yourself up to him. Just say, whatever you want to do, however you want to do this, don't be afraid of what he might do because his purpose is to restore you. So we pray for restoration, Lord, in in these places, in these lives right now. For your grace to abound over them in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let healing come to the broken place that it be stronger than ever before. Become the place of testimony. That which was meant to destroy will no longer be able to destroy or to bring further death. But life has come. In the name of Jesus, life has come. Life has come. Life has come. The broken place is being mended, melded together to become stronger. We claim it in the name of Jesus. We claim it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Claim it in Jesus' name. We declare that your word is true, that you have the anointing to, bro- to heal the brokenhearted. So we release your anointing over these right now. We release your anointing for healing of the broken hearts. Thank you, God. Turn the perspective, Father. Turn the perspective. Let them see through different glasses from this moment on, different lenses in Jesus' name. situation where I was caring for a baby recently and the baby was just so inconsolable Um, and I didn't know what to do and the baby's screaming and had gone through a trauma so maybe its brain can't understand a trauma or a hurt like ours can as adults but it had clearly gone through a trauma and I'm holding this baby and I'm trying to just do everything I can and nothing is working and I heard the Lord say just lay down And so I laid down and I let the baby feel my breath. And so I just breathed in and breathed out. And then as the baby's just, and I'm laying there and the baby's screaming. And the Lord just said, you are made in my image to me. You are made in my image. Like I'm getting to be the father for this baby right now. And then he's speaking to how he's that for us. But I had to like let this baby get in sync with my breath. 
And so I just breathed in and out till we were breathing the same breath, like at the same time. And I just feel like the Lord, just over over those that came up or that are sitting down, um, just the, even if it's now or later, that sometimes when we're going through a grief or really um, just something that's really causes pain, we have to get to that intimate space with the Lord. And if that's now, awesome. But if it's later, allow it to be later, even in your secret place at home, because sometimes it's this elephant on the table where we think we get healed for a second and we kind of say it, but there needs to be this moment later where it's just us and the Father and we allow ourselves to get in sync with the intimacy that he's called us to. And so I just, that picture was so clear. So I just want to pray that over you guys this morning. So Father, we thank you that you call us in, that you call us in deep to intimacy, that 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 baby was able to be on me because you created that baby to feel that, that we're supposed to be close to you. And so Father, I pray over everyone that's here this morning, whether they're sitting down or they're standing up, that you would call them in, Holy Spirit, to a place of intimacy, that it would break every single trauma and uh, trauma, sickness, grief, anything that has caused pain, we just speak healing over them, but that that is going to, that healing is going to come out of a deep, intimate place with you in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Tiffany. As Tiffany was sharing that, and just confirm what I feel like the Holy Spirit wants me to say, release over you. Uh, On Friday, I had to go have an ultrasound on my heart, and they allowed me to see it the technician was showing me the, the uh, four um, areas of the heart and then the main artery that goes in. And she kept telling me to take a breath and she would take a picture. And then she would say, take a breath and hold it a little bit longer. And I would hold it longer and she would let me hear the sound wave of the heartbeat as I was holding my breath and releasing it. She said, you see the red light, all of the light, and you could literally see light flashing inside my heart. She said, that's the blood going in. She said, you see the blue light? That's the blood coming out. And she kept saying, what a beautiful heart. What a beautiful heart. The thing that when Tiffany said this, when she told me to hold my breath, she said, when you take a deep breath and you hold it and you release it, it strengthens the power of your heartbeat and causes more blood flow to go into your heart. Today, I just feel like the Lord wants you to take a deep breath and breathe in the Ruach of God, the breath of God, and let the Holy Spirit, the Ruach, the breath of the Lord, refresh you. The Bible says that hope deferred makes the heart sick, and we just speak life and health over your heart right now. Would you just lift your hands? Father, I just thank you, the Ruach of God. Come on, just breathe them in. Just breathe them in. Father, I thank you that their heart will beat again, Father, to your heartbeat. I thank you, Lord, as they breathe in the Ruach of God, life will be exposed and accelerated over the life of their heart. Your word says that every decision is made out of the heart. So, Lord, I pray right now, Father, for renewed hope in Jesus' name. I pray for life over their heart, Father. I pray that you won't, there won't just be an epoxy over their heart, but there will be a new heart, Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, one of hope, one of joy, one of peace, and one of life. Breathe upon your sons and daughters, God, and let their heartbeat beat with yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, listen, um, a year or so ago, I just had a real bout of anxiety. I had some anxiety attacks I've never had in my life. A lot of stuff was going on, so... I guess I earned it, but uh, 
One of the things that, that brought relief for me was a physical thing that someone taught me. A naturopath taught me how to do this. They do this in the military uh, when there's high anxiety stuff going on. And it, it really works. It helps to relieve because we don't realize that when we're in brokenness, when we're in anxiety, we're not breathing. We're literally not breathing well. We're not drawing in deep breaths. This is what you're talking about. We're not drawing in deep breaths. We're dr- breathing very shallow. And it actually feeds the anxiety. And it feeds the heartbreak. Because it's like we're holding our breath. And we literally are a lot of the time. So I want us to practice something very practical right here. And, and you know, what we see in the natural often is demonstrated in the spiritual and helps us move into the spiritual. So I, I want us to do this right now. We're going to do this little thing that they, they taught us how to do. And there's, there's different ways of doing it, but I'll, I'll show you the one that I, I've learned, and it's helped me tremendously at times. You take a breath in, you breathe it in for four seconds, and you take it in the whole time. Four seconds, you're breathing in. You stop and you hold it for six seconds. Just hold it. We'll count to six. And then you slowly let it out for eight seconds. And here's what I want you to, I want you not just to think of this in the natural. I want you to think of it in the spiritual. What she was talking about, breathe in the Ruach, the breath of God. The breath of God. So anybody else out there that, you know, you're struggling with anxiety, you're struggling... This is something you can practically do, but if you do it with an intent that you're breathing in what God has for you, it will bring great relief. So you, you want to do that? You want to do that? I mean, it's not, it's, this is no new age thing. This is not. This is a medical reality that also has spiritual implications. Because when you're wrapped up in anxiety, you're wrapped up in brokenness, you can't hear the voice of God. You can't feel what he's trying to do. So you ready? Okay. So just let, let, let all your air out. We're going to go. Here we go. Breathe in. Hold it. Now release it slowly. encourage you to do it with your mouth open so you can breathe in a lot. Ready? Four seconds. Here we go. Hold it. Six. Let it out now, slowly. do it one more time and this time I want us to really focus on the breath of God that we're breathing in the very breath of he the breath is in the room oh we so forget that he's here
the breath of God, the Ruach. Hold it. And then breathe out all the anxiety, breathe out all of the pressure, breathe out all the brokenness. hesitating. I don't know what this has to do with anything until Dave did this exercise. The picture I was seeing was a plant that was root bound. And if, it, if you garden, you know, you can put a root bound plant into a new garden, new soil, and it could still die, wither away and die because the roots stay bound up. It, it can't take in nutrients, can't take in the oxygen. And as we were doing this, breathing in the breath of God, what I was seeing was our minds and our hearts that were root bound from these last few years of isolation and fear and anxiety. And so we're trying, it's like that plant, when I see a root bound plant, I start tearing it apart and I'm like, but I, I speak to it the whole time, like, you're going to be fine. I know this hurts right now and it's uncomfortable, but you're going to be able to, to take in nutrients now from fresh soil. And as we were breathing in, I just saw the Lord taking those roots and unwrapping them and tearing them. And even though that seems like a hard process, it's such a life-giving process. And he was unwrapping them. And then as we were breathing out, it's like he was planting our roots into new soil, fresh soil. And so I just pray grace over you that if you feel a stirring and a, almost even a tearing, that it's the, the grace and the mercy of God that's saying, come on, You've gotten root bound in your mind and in your heart, in your emotions. Let me just unwrap it a bit so you can take in new water, fresh minerals, fresh nutrients, fresh water, fresh soil. And so, Father, I speak grace over each mind and each heart here today that has breathed you in intentionally. We allow you, we, we um, make a contract with you. We say, we will do this, Lord, because we know you are the good gardener and you are going to do what is right and so beneficial for us. In Jesus' name, thank you. Amen. One more time. Ready? Here we go. Breathe it in. Breathe him in. The breath of God. Hold it. Let it just saturate you right now. Now release it slowly. And let all of that that needs to wash away, wash away. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I'd like everyone to stand, please. And, and when I go, I'm going to just do one more thing here at, as a group together. I just have uh, had this, this sense all morning. Uh, that God really wants to stir back up dreams that have been lost, dreams that have been forgotten, dreams that 
that you just kind of put aside, you know, because of all the crap that gets in the way. But they're dreams, they're God-given dreams. And he said he'd give us the desires of our heart when we delight ourselves in him. That's what we're doing here this morning. We're delighting in Him. We're we're coming with that delight in Him. When we recognize He's in the house and we recognize who He is and we recognize that He can do all things, then that's delighting in Him. So I just just feel like we can reignite some dreams. He wants to reignite some dreams in us and give give us hope again for those dreams that have lost hope. That, you know, because they... You're always going to find opposition to your to your dreams. You always are. Sometimes it just gets so intense that it's easy to give up on them. But they're real dreams that God's given you that you felt like you, you, they've been the desire of your heart. And you want to just say, God, reignite, reignite. Put your hands up. That's you. You have dreams in your heart. Dreams for your family. Dreams for your finances. Dreams for what you want to accomplish in the world, all of those things. So Lord, you see our hands here right now. And we recognize that, that some of these dreams we've put on the shelf and some of them life has just simply stolen from us the passion for those dreams. But Lord, we come to you now and we say, hey, reignite in us the freshness of those dreams. The ones that that you say you want to come and partner with us for. Lord, we just declare that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all. We can ask or think according to the power that is in us. So we say, Lord, ignite the dreams once again. Ignite, come on, say it out loud. Ignite the dream in us again. Lord, ignite the dream. Give me courage again. Give me courage again to go after it again. One more time to go after it again. Give me courage to go after those dreams, to explore those things that are in my heart, that I do in partnership with you. We thank you, God, that today, We'll mark the day. We can look back and say, that's the day that the dream began to become a reality. In Jesus' name, let's do this song again. Start from the very beginning. in the house today (laughs) Father, Son and Holy Spirit every dynamic that you present yourself has been available to us this morning we thank you that you're here we thank you that you're here thank you for showing off into the hearts of people today 
And so we ask for all of those that are in the house this morning and online today that have had other things, other things that have been struggling with or needing you to come and show away. Lord, we pray for those things to take place in every heart in this house and online today. As we go out of this place this morning, we go with renewed hope, with renewed courage to follow through with everything you've given us. Thank you for your breath. Thank you for your breath that has breathed new life into us. We continue to, Lord, thank you for the healing of the heart that makes us stronger. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, 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 amen. God bless you. Hope to see you all tonight, 5.30. You can register at the door. Come on, come and join us. Come and check it out. You'll not be disappointed. Next week, Bob Hazlett will be with us. Sunday morning, make sure and invite somebody to come and be with you this next Sunday.